0: Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories, and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle, and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the
1: most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lipchalk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Before I introduce our special guest, Mandy Young, I just wanted to say, I hope that you've been able to listen to our previous episodes, especially our most recent one, which is my story and my journey of conquering a childhood tragedy. If you have gleaned any value from our amazing guests so far, feel free to reach out and send me an email to laura at and let me know if Anything has resonated with you so far, because I want to hear how you all are living your life in purple. We have a very special guest who is no stranger to the media. She's a very sought after national speaker and motivator who has an incredible story of overcoming obstacles. Mandy Young loves sharing her story and showing people that staying positive and letting God take control can truly change your life. Mandy is the only one in the world who has been challenged with her genetic disorder, but I'm going to let Mandy tell us about it. Mandy, thank you for taking time to be on Life in Purple. Welcome to the show. How are you? Thank
0: you. I'm great. How are you?
1: Oh, you know, I am doing so great. Um, feeling energized and I'm excited to um, listen to your valuable takeaways for our audience and for the listeners. So before we get into into the interview, I would love for you to just to share um, with the listeners a little bit about yourself. So where you came from and how you got your start.
0: So a little bit about me. I am from North Carolina. I was born a healthy nine-pound baby with 10 fingers and 10 toes. And shortly after I was born, I started getting really sick. And when I say sick, I'm not talking about runny noses, sneezing, and coughing. I had massive, massive infections. I had spinal meningitis three times. I had a stroke that paralyzed the left side of my body. I had so many seizures that doctors said I would be a human vegetable. I had double pneumonia, strep throat that turned into scarlet fever, tubes put into my ears Mm -hmm. 11 times. And that's just to name a few. And so during my younger years, I was getting infection after infection after infection. And then I started getting better. Well, I had gone about five years without without getting sick. And my doctor said, if she can go five years, we'll just consider this like a a childhood thing. And we'll just think that there's nothing wrong with her and we'll be good. And had almost made it five years until one day um, I got a small cut on my left leg. And we tried to medicate it at home. But by in the morning, it had gotten infected. So we went to the hospital, and I spent all week on IVs just to make sure that nothing would happen. And then we came back home. I was discharged from the hospital, and we came back home. And something just wasn't right. I didn't feel right. And so my mom told us, get back in the car. We're going back to the hospital. And by the time that we got there, I was in excruciating pain. And my dad ended up having to scoot me up and carry me into the hospital because I couldn't even walk on my leg. And so, by the time we got inside, all of my vital signs were fine, all of, everything was checking out fine, except that you could notice that the back of my leg was turning blue and green and purple and yellow, which are all beautiful colors that God made, but not ones that you want to see coming from your body all at the same time because you know that something is wrong. And so, I have all of these doctors and nurses running around me, and I just reached out and I grabbed one and I said, put me in a bathtub now because I knew that a bathtub was just going to like ease the pain of the cramping that was going on in my calf. And so the doctors didn't know what to do with me. So they just went ahead and tried to make me comfortable. And so they put me into this bathtub and black blisters started popping up all over my leg. And that's when I was yanked from the tub and thrown into an ambulance and taken to an adult hospital across town. And my parents were faced with two decisions. They could either one, go ahead and let me die because when this black blister started popping up, it let them know that I had gotten gas gangrene and clostridia epithelcemia, two very, very rare infections. And I was actually the first documented case since World War II to have the two together. Or they could try to amputate my leg, but giving me less than a 3% chance to live even after the amputation. And they said, basically, you're going to have a funeral either way. Do you want her to have one leg or do you want her to have two? And my parents said that that was not even an option to try to take the leg. And once I was in surgery, um, my lungs collapsed, my kidneys failed, and my heart even stopped beating. And my parents just kept praying and just Mm -hmm. kept praying. And I did finally make it out alive. And after some very, very intense weeks in ICU, and then we were more desperate for answers than ever at that point. And so we finally found out about the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland, And then for the next 14 years, I became a human lab rat until they finally figured out my disease, which is IREC4 gene mutation. And there's not a treatment, there's not a cure. So I'm still being studied at the NIH. I've been a patient there for the last 25 years. So that's just kind of a, I know it's a long background, but that's kind of a little bit about me and my story. Mandy, I can't even imagine
1: all of the tragedies that you went through or obstacles. And because I know you don't like to say brokenness at all, but I see you as a true warrior and I want the audience and the listeners to understand that these were things that you had no control over. And I know that they are going through maybe not something as tragic or it's just a different type of obstacle, you know, and how your parents were persistent, you know, because you weren't even Mm -hmm. able to make a decision for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I really believe you have a high calling on your life. So with all of these Mm -hmm. things that you went through, all these obstacles during all of this, did you always know that you were going to be a motivational speaker?
0: Oh, heavens no. (laughs) No, 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 no. Probably eight or nine years ago now, I had a friend who played professional basketball, and he asked me to be the spokesperson for his organization. So if he couldn't go somewhere and do an interview or like a TV interview or a fundraising event, he asked me to go and do it. And I would do it, but literally, as soon as we would get back in the car, I would say, Never again, I never want to do this again. And then a couple of years later, one of my one of my very best girlfriends is a motivational speaker. And I travel with her when she's on the road. And I just kept feeling God tugging at my heart. And I thought, okay, if it happens this weekend, like if I feel God just talking to me this weekend, I'm gonna talk to my friend about it. And during that weekend, at one point, it was like God just shoved me out of my chair. And he said, I have let you live through things that I don't let normal people live through. I have usually somebody gets one of these things that you've had and they die. And you've lived through all of these different things. I have given you a personality where you have never met a stranger. And I've given you a mouth that never stops talking. Why are you not doing this for me? And as soon as he did that, I went to breakfast the next morning with my girlfriend and she said, Hey, let's talk about something. And I was like, actually, I really want to talk to you about something. And she goes, but actually just hold on. She goes, why are you not doing this? And I said, what? And she said, why are you not speaking? And I said, Oh my word, that's exactly what I wanted to talk to you about. And ever since I laid that down and I knew that this is what I was supposed to be doing, I have a completely different attitude about it, and I'm actually joyful and happy to do it, and it's not ever a nuisance anymore. It's exactly what I want to do, and I am so excited to get to do it.
1: Mandy, I just want to stop right here and talk to Lip Talk Nation because you said never. And I've heard this quote before and I've, it has affected me. Never say never. never. And, um, because look at you. I believe that you, you tried to fight the calling and um, yeah. when you answered the call, you got excited and your friend. It, so it seemed like that it was just everyone around you and God was showing you clearly what you were called to do. And I, I'm so excited that you are doing this because like you said, you were the only one to go through these obstacles in your life. So thank you for being a shining light. So Mandy, thank you. yes, mm-hmm. many of our listeners out there are struggling with so many things. And I was wondering if you could tell us of, you know, maybe being the only one in the world with your disorder, has it had its weight on you?
0: So I guess you're talking about the why me days. And, you know, we all get tested from time to time. Every day has a test within itself. And I kind of think every day is going to have its trials. Some days are going to be bigger than others. And some things are going to get us down further than others. But I have those times maybe when I've been in the hospital for a while and they're running all of these tests. Because literally when I was going through the 14 years of being a lab rat, I went through tests that no human being should ever have to go through no living thing should have to go through and during that time you know you start to wonder like why in the world is this happening or why am I having such a bad day and there's I'm turning around and I kind of think why not you Mandy like why are you so special like there's nothing more special about you that why you can't struggle and then I had this realization one day and I kind of talk about it when I speak And I talk about how we think every day on this earth is supposed to be a great and glorious day, right? And like we get so upset if we have a bad day or if something bad happens, like we think every day is supposed to be awesome. And we aren't there yet. See, that place that we sometimes get earth confused for is called heaven. And so we have to be tested from time to time with bad things in order to understand and appreciate how wonderful heaven must be. And so I always keep that, if my mind starts to try to go to those What's wrong? Why am I having this day? I have to turn it back around to why not me? This, you know, I'm going to be tested from time to time with bad stuff. I have to keep my mind on the end result, which is heaven. And that's like my finish line, you know, so that's when every day is going to be glorious. That's when every day is going to be amazing. So I try to not focus on the here and now. You know, this world is just a vapor and focus on my end results when I'm having those bad and horrible days, you know?
1: Absolutely, Mandy. I do know, and I am saying amen to this, and I'm sure many of the listeners are also saying the same thing, and I know that you said before that it's very important being comfortable with yourself, so I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if you could maybe give some tips on how you are comfortable with yourself, so if you could share that with Lip Talk Nation with any advice on how
0: to take those steps to be okay with you. to me i just embrace it you know it's the way that god made us and I, i go back constantly you know when it talks about how he made us in his image and how he made me specific for a purpose you know and when i think about my disease if i think about how awesome it is out of how i'm the only person in the world that has this disease that god chose me out of any point in time and he gave it to me like how awesome is it that he trusts me that much so to me that when I think about stuff like that, that makes me plus my chest a little bit. You know what I mean? It's like, He gave me this special job and how awesome is that? And maybe some people don't know what they're here for and maybe they you know, they question what it is. And that's where you just have to look blindly by faith that God made you you the exact way that you did for a purpose. And you might not ever know exactly what that purpose is, but He made you a small puzzle piece to what he has in store for this world. And your gift might be to be a mother to a child and raise that child upright for his kingdom. And it might be going on national television and talking about your faith and talking about how you walk for him. And it might be a small little platform where it's affecting the people in your lives or the, you know, the children that you're raising, or it might be a national platform that he's asking you to go out and talk to the world about, you know? And so I just feel like you have to be confident in yourself because if you're not confident in yourself, nobody else is going to be confident in you, you know, and you have to believe in yourself first before anybody else will.
1: These are two great points, Mandy. I just want to stop you right here because you said, you know, the theme here at Lip Talk Nation is, you know, just stop the negative talk in your head and become positive. Mm -hmm. But I want everyone to know that you are wonderfully made. And that's what you kept saying to me. That's what was resonating with Mm me. And I hope that it resonates with Lip Talk Nation. You all are wonderfully made. The only one who gets to be you is you. And then you pointed out, you have to believe in yourself because if you don't, 't then who will and I really think those are two very important messages to get across right now for those who are hurting and you certainly Mandy are doing a great job at setting the example for us so I'm wondering during your routine and, and you're loving God and you're sharing the word is there anything that you do in your routine such as affirmations because we're big fans of it here you know that you tell yourself on a daily basis?
0: You know, one thing that helps me through my day, I guess, is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And so when I have those bad days or when I have a trial come in front of me, that's what I keep in my head all day long. When my day's not going my way and I'm praying for something specific to happen and God doesn't answer that prayer, it doesn't mean that he's not listening to me. It's God preparing me for what he has planned for me. And so I have to constantly remind myself that his plans are better than my own and that he always has my best interests in his forefront than I ever have of myself. You know what I mean? And so it's God constantly reminding me, I made you, I gave you this, I'm doing this, trust me, my plans are so much better. And I feel like that's what really gets me through my day.
1: I am smiling right now because I do promote scriptures for affirmations, especially if people don't know where to get started. At you know, they don't believe in themselves, mm-hmm. and and I shout out Philippians four thirteen and um, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is certainly one of mine. I have a bracelet that actually has the verse on it too, so it's pretty awesome yeah. that you have that as well. And I just want the listeners to understand what you just said. It's all about how you were created, and that you have to trust that God created you for a purpose. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to switch it a little bit up and go on a a lighter question. I know that you've been able to meet some pretty influential people, and (laughs) I'm wondering what has been the best part so far on this journey, or who are some of your
0: favorite people you've met? I'm guessing you're going celebrity here. I am. (laughs) Um, I would have to say favorite celebrities, hands down, Originally, I met, it's a brother-sister team that I have a feeling everybody knows out there mm-hmm. for one reason or another, but I met Kirk Cameron first, and then his amazing sister, Candace Cameron Bure, came into my life through meeting Kirk, and they are two of the most amazing people. Well, actually, the entire Cameron family is. There's two sisters that nobody really knows anything about. Um, there's two sisters that are in between them. And their parents are absolutely amazing. And the Cameron family is the real deal. I mean, what you see is totally genuine. They are, if you didn't know they were famous, you would never know they were famous. But they are two of the most Jesus-loving. They are walking the walk and talking the talk, and they don't back down. And I guess if anybody's been watching Candace on The View they see that, that she is not backing down and she is not scared and she is fighting the good fight.
1: You know, I'm smiling really big right now because there's so many people who, who would love to have a voice like that. And so we want to mm-hmm. keep encouraging people of the faith to stand up for God and stand up for faith and, and that's really exciting that you get to be friends with them and how you say they're, that they're normal because that's really totally. comforting for us who who think highly of celebrities, which is, is really, a, right. you know, it's cool that we do that, but at the same time that they are normal people. So I know that you also talk about a support system and how big that mm-hmm. is for you. Mm-hmm. So who are some of the people totally. in your support system or who are your heroes?
0: My biggest supporters are my family. My mom, my dad, my sister, my brother-in-law, they are the biggest part of probably my support team and even my extended family, you know, they are behind me a hundred percent and believe in me and who I am, you know, and so um, they're a big part of my support group and I have friends, you know, and we're all in different walks of life. And I think that that's really important, too, is that you can't have all of the same kind of people in your life. And so you need people with different walks and, and in different places. So I have a great support system of friends. And I feel like you are who you surround yourself with. So if you put yourself around people that, you know, bring you down constantly and aren't living a godly and fruitful life, you know, you will find your way down the straight and narrow, you know, I mean, your wayward way. So you definitely need that in your life. the the people that are going to lift you up and support you through whatever it is that you're going through good through the good and the bad you know people can't be supported just through the good stuff you need the people that are going to be there for the good and the bad but yeah i just have a great team of friends that i try to surround myself with constantly and you know there are some people that were there in the beginning and then there's i feel like people are in our lives for a season and so that support system totally changes from time to time too
1: Absolutely. There's two things that I think that you're pointing out here as far as support goes, people support and prayer support, you know, and I love how we can gather together in prayer. You know, you're asking prayer for Candace, and that's so important, especially for many of our Christian leaders out there. And I really do appreciate how you just are vulnerable right now and saying that you can't do this alone and how your family has backed you up 100% so I want to know Mandy you know for our listeners out there who have a hard time staying positive um, how can you just give them you know in a couple uh, sentences how can they um, change their mind basically is there something that you did besides a verse like did did you do exercises or do you have anything that basically is an outlet that would help them you know go into a positive mind
0: so Basically, you know, it's the way that I live my life and I try to stay positive about things. Number one is your support group. You know what I mean? Surrounding yourself with the uplifting people that you need. You know what I mean? Not people that drag you down, but people that lift you up. Another is, you know, having a positive attitude. Attitude's everything. If you go into something with a negative attitude, the outcome's probably going to be negative. Mm -hmm. But if you go into something with a positive attitude... And even if the outcome is still negative, it's somehow easier to handle. And there's a saying that I love that people always point out when I speak, and it's, it'll all be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. And so you just have to say it. It goes back to that blind faith. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Having faith in that God is going to change it and God's going to make everything okay because we are His children, and it is not. He's not going to leave us down a path of destruction. You know what I mean? And it's up to us.
1: Mandy, will you say that quote one more time for the listeners, you know, in case they're wanting to sure. write it down? That's such an important sure. quote. Yes, go ahead.
0: Okay. It's, uh, it'll all be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end.
1: Beautiful. Because you just pointed out right before you said that if you dwell on the negative, negative will be your result. So Mm -hmm. I really want the listeners to know the opposite of that, which is if you dwell on the positive, positive will happen. And that was such a beautiful quote. And and well said, Mandy, I really appreciate you being on the show. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now we're going to switch the gears completely and going <laughs> okay. to get to know you on a different level. I love this part of the show. The listeners love this part of the show. And um, we're just going to uh, ask a few questions. And the answers, all you have to do is just say the first thing that comes to your head. Are you ready? Okay. Sure. All right. Mandy, if you could have a superpower, what would it be?
0: Hands down, teleporting.
1: Teleporting. Okay, why? Well.
0: <laughs> I do, I like the, the thought of like just being a snap, being wherever I want to be. Yes. <laughs> no traffic. No, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, the I'm life and there. there. Yeah, that would be awesome.
1: Teleporting. <laughs> it is sunshine. That's really <laughs> awesome. Okay, so um, I know that you don't like coffee, so I'm going right. to ask you, how do you like your tea?
0: Oh, girl, I'm a southern girl. Through and through, so a lot of ice, a cup full of ice, sweet tea, and then lemon, real lemon. Don't put the fake stuff in it. Real lemon.
1: Oh, you're like me. No fake. I like the real. Yeah, fake. no fake. <laughs> That's really great. Okay, so what's your most embarrassing moment?
0: Most embarrassing moment mm-hmm. would be when I was, I would think I was like 17 or 18. And I used to go around and sing the national anthem at different events and stuff like that. And I had been invited to sing the national anthem for a World Series softball tournament. And it was at a actual stadium. I think it was in Alabama. And nobody told me that there was a delay when I would start singing. Nobody had told me to bring earplugs or anything like that. And I started singing and there was a delay on the speakers. And so I'm at, oh, say you, can you see? And the speakers are just singing, oh, and I totally got messed up. I started crying through the song. People thought I was laughing. I finally finished. And then I thought I will never sing in public again. And I haven't. (laughs) Oh no! I know, I know. But oh. yeah, that's my most embarrassing moment. Okay, certainly you've conquered this, though. You've—it's um, at some point I will. I, I my plan is at some point to sing in public again, but I just haven't done it.
1: Okay, listeners, did you catch that? She is ready to conquer conquer this <laughs> most embarrassing moment. Okay, so yep. what is your favorite
0: movie? This is going to sound super cheesy, mm-hmm. but literally, you could put on any Disney princess movie, and I would watch it over and over and over again. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. I was excited when my sister had two my two nieces because mm-hmm. I felt like then I had an excuse to not be uh. in my 30s watching Disney princess movies by myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love it. But I totally
0: embrace it. I'm fine with it.
1: All right, Lip Talk Nation, embrace it. That's what she just said. You need Mm -hmm. to embrace the princess movies. Beautiful. That's right. (laughs) Okay, so uh, Mandy, very, very important question here. Big, huge argument going on in Lip Talk Nation, and it's split about Mm -hmm. 50-50. But I got to ask, how does your toilet paper roll? Is it top or is it bottom?
0: Top. (laughs) It's all totally. Well, somebody at my office keeps flipping it to the bottom. And every time I go to the bathroom, I flip it back because I can't take it.
1: Oh, you're a rebel.
0: That's awesome. I know, right? (laughs) That's so, um, anyway. But now I just sold myself out if they listen to this. Right. When they're listening to this, they're going to know I'm the one that keeps flipping it.
1: Right. I think I want to do a personality study on this. Is it top or bottom, you know, with their toilet paper?
0: Right. I, I
1: really think there's something to that. Okay, so one last question on the serious side, Mandy, for our listeners okay. that are going through their own obstacles, but want to conquer them, and they see that you have, what advice would you give them?
0: Trust God. I mean, that's that's the only thing that I know how to do. You know, I mean, I go back to my, my verse, you know, his plans are better. And I know that when you're trying to conquer a fear or conquer obstacles in your life, you just got to trust him and listen to him. You know what I mean? And I said it just a minute ago where, you know, even if you're praying for a certain situation to happen one way and it doesn't happen that way and it happens, you know, the outcome is totally different. It doesn't mean that God's not listening to you. It means that he's molding you for the plan that he has for you. And so I just feel like you have to totally give it to God because it's not about us. It's not about our manpower. It's about him and his will for us and his plans for our lives. And so you just got to give it all over to him. And honestly, especially as a woman, I struggled with all of that. And now my life is so much easier trying to give it over to him. And I struggle daily with giving it over, but my life's so much better and I'm so much happier when he has it all.
1: Lip Talk Nation, did you catch that? She does struggle. It's not like any of us are, you know, perfect human beings. Mandy is being very raw and honest with us. And if she can conquer, you know, the obstacles that she's had, I believe that all of you can too. So Lip Talk Nation, you do have a choice. So Mandy, Mm -hmm. thank you so much, you know, for letting us get to know you as a successful entrepreneur and speaker Mm -hmm. and also on a deeper level. Thank you you so much. Thank you for
0: having me. Absolutely.
1: I know that your story has been an inspiration to myself and Lip Talk Nation. So will you share with us where we can find out more about you?
0: Sure. I have a website, which is m a n d y y o u n g M-A-N-D-Y-Y-O-U-N-G.com. And then I am all over social media, girl. I am Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me there.
1: I'm sure you're going to have a lot more followers after they hear this episode, (laughs) Mandy. Thank you so much um, again, Mandy, for spending time with us at Life in Purple, where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. It's been a pleasure hearing your story, Mandy, and letting our listeners glean value from your experience. Okay, Lip Talk Nation, if you have enjoyed today's episode or one of our previous episodes, I would love to hear from you. If you're an iPhone user, go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And for Android users, send me a quick email to lara at Larasfrag.com. We appreciate you and we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.